Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Get Hungry podcast. Now, first of all, I just want to apologize for not doing an episode in quite a few weeks now. Um, I feel like I've kind of identified that there are quite a few other things that I would like to accomplish in my days off because I get one day off a week and doing the podcast is definitely really fun and something that I want to continue doing. But I think to make it more sustainable for me, I've decided to actually change the upload schedule from every week to every fortnight. So it will no longer be a weekly episode, but a fortnightly episode. Now, it doesn't mean that there's going to be a big change to the content that I share. All it means is that instead of listening to a new episode every single week, you're going to have to wait every Fortnite. Alrighty, well, now that that's out of the way, this week I'm going to be venturing down the path of an area that I am actually quite passionate about, but have never really explored or cultivated myself, and that is the world of health and fitness. Now, I'll be doing this by exploring a couple of things. I'll start out by sharing sort of my fitness journey up until now. I will then sort of discuss what attracts me to this area and why I think this is so interesting and something that we should all look to incorporate within our life. And then thirdly, I'm going to share how I plan on implementing some of the things I'll talk about in this episode into my life and share some fitness goals that I currently have. And I would love you to kind of keep track of so that you can keep me accountable to those goals. But before I do that, I just want to take the time to thank you for choosing to tune into the podcast. I know I haven't been as consistent as I once was or I want to be, but I am back. And as I said, I'm going to be here every single fortnight. So stay tuned for that. Now, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, I guess the whole introduction up until this point is a good testament to the fact that I'm not perfect. I don't have everything figured out. I'm still on the journey of discovery. And this podcast is a way that I can share some learnings that I'm going through, some thoughts, ideas, and just flesh out what's going on in my mind with you. And my hope is that you will get some value out of the content that I discuss so that you can level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Just a quick reminder too, I do have a Instagram account and I'll touch on that later, but go and give us a follow at gethungrypod on Instagram. Now, I like to start each week out by doing a word of the week or as we did last time, a phrase of the week. And we're actually going to do another phrase of the week this week. Now, this phrase is, it's kind of funny. It is sort of unrelated to everything I'm going to be talking about this week, (laughs) but I just thought it was pretty cool. Um, And I guess it kind of indirectly relates to it, but the phrase is in for a penny, in for a pound. Now, this is an idiom that is used to express someone's intent to see an undertaking through however much time or effort or money this entails. So, try and find some creative ways this week to use that in your conversations. Alrighty, so as I said before, I'm going to be talking about health and fitness as a whole from my personal experience. And I guess to do that, I need to share with you all my fitness journey up until now. So, 
Looking back, I feel like I've always been a fairly active person. You know, I'd always play outside as a kid. Um, growing up, my older sister and I, we had a little bit of property at the place that we lived. And so, we were always out riding bikes or running around and just having fun outside. Um, I played a couple of sports and I'll, I'll kind of go into detail a little bit later on. But I was always kind of a active kid. And then going through high school, obviously, this is the age where guys particularly want to start getting big. They want to start packing on muscle. And the way to do that is obviously you start working out. And so I had dumbbells at home and a, a bench press and I'd kind of muck around on um, on that. But I never really was very consistent or knew what I was doing. And so it was probably around, um, well, in year 10, I would say, where a friend of mine actually started going to a gym. And so I joined him and his dad. Now, his dad is this really big guy. He used to be a bodybuilder, he used to compete. And so he still trains. He's, I mean, he's massive. And as a, as a year tenner, you look up at this guy, he's, he's huge, this mountain of a guy. <laughs> um, and it was really kind of cool because this meant that when we went to the gym, we actually had our own sort of personal trainer that was experienced in the world of throwing around weights in the gym. And so we, we were able to have a program that that he kind of came up with for us and it was really, really cool. And I feel like this was my introduction to the whole world of training and I loved it. It was really, really cool. Um, I remember when we first started, we literally couldn't even do one pull-up. Uh, we, were, we were there on the pull-up bar and his dad would hold onto our knees and he was literally bicep curling us as we were struggling to try and do a pull-up. Um, but after a couple of weeks and a couple of months, we got to the point where we could very easily do pull-ups and we were you know, doing all sorts of things. And it was really, really cool. So I feel like when it comes to training in the gym, this was really where I found an interest in working out. Now, alongside this, my school also had a basketball team. And so growing up, I'd play um, on the basketball team, partly because when I was younger, I was one of the tallest lads. And so they wanted me to join the basketball team because that's the dumb thing when you're tall. Um, and so I joined the basketball team and played that for a couple of years. And it was really, really cool. I really enjoyed playing basketball. I mean, I wasn't the best on the team, but I was definitely contributing something, whether it was just defense in the key and, and and knocking around some of the other people so that the guys on my team who were good would be able to freely weave around some of the bigger guys to to make the baskets so that we could hopefully try and win. And we did we did actually win a couple of seasons. I feel like we were actually a pretty solid team. The only real downfall for me and why I'm still not really pursuing basketball is because the amount of times I've rolled my ankle is ridiculous. And so I kind of reached a point where I'm like, that is it. I'm not playing because I don't want to roll my ankles. And so I gave basketball up and I started martial art. I trained two, two martial arts, actually. I did karate and I did jujitsu. And oh, it was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed martial arts. You know, you have to be quite fit to be good at martial arts as well. And so attending a martial art class, there was a lot of fitness. There was the learning of techniques and then putting it in a carter and then grappling. It was just a really cool. But again, my martial art career came to an end when instead of attending to train, I was attending and being made to train the younger kids too. So I kind of stopped going to martial arts. And since then, and I guess since leaving school, I haven't really had 
um, a sport or something that I've been a part of, but I have continued to work out sort of semi-regularly, whether that was by myself or with mates, typically at a gym. I did have some equipment at home, but to be honest, I feel like I just feel motivated by the gym environment, especially when I'm training alongside other people. Like, like I used to have this big group of friends where we would go to the gym and we would do sort of CrossFit type sessions and we would have challenges and it was really, really fun. And I feel like that that is the environment that I really, really enjoy. And so I guess I've kind of continued to train on and off since leaving school. Now, while I enjoy working out, some of the things that I have found to be quite a challenge for myself is firstly, nutrition. I mean, I love food, every type of food and any type of food, deep fried, healthy, whatever it is, I really, really enjoy food. And I feel like admittedly, a lot of the food that I have fed myself with is not necessarily the right type of food to be eating if you want to look at stripping fat and feeding your body with all the nutrients that it needs. So I feel like I've never really had a deep understanding on nutrition and I feel like I'm the kind of person who I'm not very good at sticking to diets because I like variation in my foods and a lot of the time the diets that I personally have stuck to or attempted have not had a lot of variation and so over time it kind of fizzles a little bit. Um, so obviously that's, that's a challenge for me something that I'm in the future going to try and get a handle on so that I can optimize my food and eating and nutrition. Now, another challenge is consistency. I mean, obviously life happens and it's funny because it, it happens to everyone. So this is not really a valid excuse, but I feel like for me personally, I let other things get in the way. So I enjoy training, but I've never really made it a non-negotiable. Um, and so if it was a uni assignment or if I've got a party or something on, that always took the priority and in turn my training kind of slipped and then that just started a downward slope. So I feel that lack of consistency is definitely a key challenge for me. Um, and thirdly, I kind of touched on this just before, but lack of understanding. I feel like I'm always quite quick to jump onto the latest fad. Like, you know, I went through a phase of watching all these massive bodybuilders. And so I wanted to try and find a bodybuilding workout. And so not knowing any principles that bodybuilding uh, programs are founded upon, I would just go on fitness.com and find the first workout and start doing that and then wonder why I don't really have the results after two weeks and then look at changing my routine. And so I feel like I constantly changed my routine and it was because I didn't really understand what the key um, fundamentals are to the routine and to growth. Um, obviously, lack of understanding in nutrition and dieting because we've all probably heard the, the saying abs are made in the kitchen. And for me, if that's true, then I'm never going to get abs. So I guess um, in, in thinking about it now, like I do have a couple of challenges. And if I want to look at overcoming these challenges so that I can pursue a healthy lifestyle, it starts with trying to understand some of the key principles. I feel like something that has worked out for me though is I'm quite motivated when it comes to training. Like when I'm at the gym and I'm doing the session, like I really 
try to give it my all at the gym, whether there's other people there or not. Now, I do tend to prefer training alongside other people. I feel like it's just kind of, it's cool knowing that while everyone is at a different fitness level, we can all do the same workout or different exercises. It doesn't matter, but you're all training to build upon yourself and it's difficult and you're kind of all facing the same challenge which is the stress and stimuli that you're throwing at your body so i feel like i i don't know i just there's this weird motivation that comes or that comes on when i'm at the gym it's just like most people getting to the gym and staying consistent and making it a non-negotiable that I need to work on. Now, another thing that kind of feeds this motivation is a couple of influences that I really look up to and really admire. Um, the first one that comes to mind, I know I've quoted and talked about numerous times in this in this podcast, and that is Ross Edgeley. I mean, this guy's awesome. I really, really enjoy his content and he's just a fun, energetic guy. He's got a, a, an awesome physique and he knows what he's doing. And I feel like because of that, I feel like he's one of my biggest um, influences at this stage of, of my life. And one of the reasons why I want to look into bettering myself because he makes it so easy to understand the fundamentals. Hopefully this is making sense. I know it's a little bit of a, a different type of layout of episode. It's kind of just sharing some thoughts that I have on personal um, health and fitness and yeah, sharing and being open and honest. So hope you're enjoying and that you can at least make some parallels of your life too. Because I feel like the thing is, it's very easy to look at someone like Ross Edgeley or, you know, like The Rock or there's a, a bunch of different people out there that you can use as a source of, of inspiration. But it's very easy to look at those people and think, yeah, but I will never reach that point. And so I hope to encourage you by sharing with you my story so that you can be comforted in the fact that you're not the only person and I'm not the only person. Now, I think that it's very important for us all to take care of our health and fitness because in doing so, we're not only going to reach fitness goals that we have, but we're actually going to take charge of our lives. I feel like that's a bit of a bold statement, but I truly do feel like, at least for me personally, working out and training is a really good catalyst for growing and developing in other areas of my life as well. And I can reflect back on, you know, the workout session that I had that was really hard, but I pushed through and I got it done when I'm struggling with something else whether it's at work or something else, I can reflect back on how I was able to get through that hard challenge. And this then triggers positive self-talk within my mind and enables me to continue pressing on to accomplish what is in front of me. You know, there's a lot of um, health benefits that come along with exercising and taking care of your nutrition and what you're feeding yourself with. And some of the ones that I guess I want to touch on here is that it actually has a direct correlation, working out that is, with your energy levels, with your confidence, with quality of life. Like it makes sense. Like your body is designed to move. And if you are sitting on the couch, you know, eating a bag of chips, watching TV, while it may feel good in the moment, in the long run, the quality of your life will probably not be optimized. And so I'm not saying everyone needs to go out, join a gym, 
find a personal trainer and folk try to get as ripped as possible. But what I am saying is that we need to just try to exercise, whether that's going for a walk, whether that's doing some stretching. There's a lot of different ways that we can begin to incorporate it into our lives. And in doing so, we will feel better, we will look better, and we will actually be in a state of mind where we can begin to cultivate our potential. Now, if you listen to the podcast for a while now, you can, you'll probably identify that this phrase sounds familiar, and that's because it's something that I'm really passionate about, and I want this podcast to be a way to empower others to do just that. Now, I've been reading one of Ross Edgerly's books at the moment, and I've identified that when it comes to fitness goals or fitness-related goals, there's a bunch of different motives that people can have. Sometimes it can be aesthetic. You know, you want to look a certain way. Sometimes it can be functional, like I want to be able to move in a certain way. You know, it might be specific to a particular sport, like say, for instance, if you play basketball, you can customize your workout routine to build muscles that you use when you're playing basketball so that you can get better at that sport. I feel like for me, one of the things that excites me most about training is that it's a way that I can test and grow my mental resilience and in turn gain physical reward. You know, if I continue to push myself through a hard workout, at least show up in the gym when I don't really feel like it or go for a swim when I feel tired and I could very easily just jump into bed. Like over time, I'm increasing my mental resilience, which will present itself in all areas of life. And when I'm faced with any challenge, not just physical challenges, but it also helps me to gain confidence and have more energy and I guess get fitter because I'm gaining the physical reward of actually doing the exercise. Now, I apologize if I'm kind of going on a bit of a tangent here, but um, yeah, I just find it's really exciting and really cool and something that I've identified in myself that it's something that I'm passionate about and I'm almost rekindling the spark or rekindling the flame of excitement and hunger that I have for health and fitness. And what better way to begin to cultivate that than to make an episode on it on the podcast where that is my mission. (laughs) So all of that said, what is my current goal? How am I going to begin to implement this into my life? Well, for me, I've identified two things really. One of them was from personal reflection and the other was from the book that I'm reading by Ross Edgerly at the moment. So the first thing is that consistency is the first thing I need to look at prioritizing because without consistency, I will never be able to cultivate a healthy life. And so I want to work on my consistency in the gym. And secondly, the key principle that all workout routines are based upon is this concept of progressive overload. And I'm still reading through what that is at the moment. So I don't know all the ins and the outs, but what I do know is it's basically doing more than you did last time. It's increasing the weight, the time under tension or time of the workout. It's doing more work than you did last time. And if you consistently do this, you will increase and grow over time. And so combining these two things into a goal, my goal is to consistently work out four times a week for the next eight weeks. 
Now I came up with this goal last week and if you jump over to my Instagram, you would have noticed that I actually have a little bit of a eight week challenge on there where I post when I do my workouts and that's because I'm trying to stay accountable to this goal that I've set myself. So I have a mate's wedding in December and I've identified that it was eight weeks away. I'm in week two at the moment. So instead of saying I want to weigh X amount of kilos for this wedding or I want to look like this, my goal is literally just to be consistent in working out and in doing so, I will obviously have physical reward because I'm doing the work. So I guess to kind of further clarify my goal and utilize the SMART principle, so specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely, my current goal is to train four times a week for the next eight weeks following my current workout routine, where my aim of each session is to train harder than I did last time. And to stay accountable to this goal, I'm going to make an Instagram story every single time that I work out. And for every day that I miss, I feel like I need to give myself a punishment too. So I will do a video of myself doing 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups if I miss one of these sessions, the four sessions in the week. Now, the punishment I feel like is not really going to be fun for anyone. Like, I mean, obviously I've got to do 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups and I have to post a video that probably no one's going to watch because it's like, who wants to watch a video of someone doing 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups? <laughs> um, but that's that's the condition. So that's my current goal. And I guess if you jump over to my Instagram, you'll be able to track my progress and see how consistent I am with my goal to stay consistent with working out. Now, once I reach this point, my goal will obviously shift and so I'll identify another goal for me, but that's my goal. And so coming towards the end of this episode, I guess I want to challenge you to look back on your fitness journey up until this point, you know, reflect, reminisce, identify some key learning, some things that you enjoyed, but haven't given yourself time to enjoy. You know, maybe you'll be able to identify that you love playing um, tennis when you were a kid, but you haven't played tennis since then. So you can go in and play some tennis now, like reflect on your personal fitness journey up until this point, and then come up with a goal for yourself. Identify what are your key hindrances? What are the things that's preventing you from living a fit and healthy life? And come up with a specific smart goal to begin to counteract that because I feel like we all have the ability to live a healthy, fit and functional life. This is when we are our best self and when we're healthy, fit, functional, confident, we will truly be able to cultivate our God-given potential. Well, that just about wraps up this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got something out of it. And as I said at the start, I'm going to be posting every fortnight. So stay tuned for the next episode on the Get Hungry podcast. Love you guys and always stay hungry. Stay hungry.